Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. Greg Matzik is also here. Debbie Lazaga is here. Jessica's in the newsroom. Tony is producing the show this afternoon. Our guy, Jason Wildey, ESPN Milwaukee. Wildey and Tausch has been at Packers training camp. He is the best in the business, and I really mean that. Jason is with us uh, throughout training camp here at about 407, 408. Wildey, good afternoon. Thanks for making some time for us. Always for you guys. Not for Tony, but the rest of you. <laughs> what was the most fun thing you did over the weekend? I know it's Tuesday now, but think back a couple days. What was the most fun wow. thing you did over the weekend? Over the weekend, I don't. You and Paula do anything cool? Oh yeah, very cool. I got my life in order on Sunday because it was the first day off of training camp. So I like cleaned up the basement. I ran some errands. It was really exciting stuff. So thanks for asking. I'm glad I got to share that with everyone. Any mulching? No mulching. No, mulching was quite a while ago, Greg. I do think of you every time I mulch, though, uh, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I do the same thing for you when I get that giant seven-yard poop stain in my driveway and I'm with, out there with a pitchfork and a wheelbarrow. I feel like taking a picture and sending it to you. Better in your driveway than elsewhere. All you right. got that right. Yes, sir. Uh, we would like you to grade Jordan Love's media session today. Oh, interesting. Uh not going to do it, but uh, we had a great conversation <laughs> with him, uh, and, and I wanted him to kind of self-assess. That was kind of my goal uh, going into it because, look, we're all assessing, right? I mean, I'm, I'm coming on here every day and talking about him, and I was curious how he kind of felt because I thought we found something out really important, and if he can do more of this, then I think the kid's going to be okay, but we've got to wait and see. So, the first practice, I remember coming on and talking to you guys and saying he underthrew these deep balls, and there were the, there was another reporter that was trying to basically make an excuse for him and say, well, it was windy out. And Jordan's like, no, it wasn't the wind. I underthrew it. And now, as you guys have probably seen on uh, illegal videos on social media taken by fans who aren't governed by the same rules that the reporters are, he had a, a deep throw to Samari Toure that we talked about uh, after Saturday's practice. He had a deep ball yesterday to Christian Watson that we talked about. He had a really good throw to Jaden Reed that Jaden Reed couldn't quite come up with on fourth down yesterday. And those are all downfield throws, and it's meaningful because he acknowledged he wasn't doing it well enough. He said, i got to figure out how to be better at this. Uh, he's altered a couple of things in his mechanics, and he said, if I'm going to miss on deep ball throws, I'm going to overthrow them. I'm not going to underthrow them. And there's been improvement. So now what is the next kind of frontier for him to fix? And he said it's his footwork in the pocket and moving around in the pocket. So I'm eager to see if he can take that just like he did with the deep passes and make it better in the span of a few days. Because if he keeps improving, then we can start talking a little more about our hopes for him. Do they work on footwork, Jason? I, I mean, where you can actually see it. We see him throw the ball. We see him roll out. We see him. You talk a lot about footwork and the fundamentals and how important that is. How do they work on that? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great question, John. It's a huge part of what they do. Uh, Aaron Rodgers used to say, I'm sure he still does now that he's in New York. He just doesn't talk to us anymore, uh, that you read with your feet. And that means you you got to be in rhythm 
and you got to be in balance. And if you're that at the top of your drop and you're delivering the ball on time, everything is working in concert. And they do a bunch of drills. Uh, there's one where they put these pads out uh, about a yard apart, and they do like high-stepping in between these pads. And then they come out of it, they do kind of a sprint out to the right or left, and then they throw a ball at a net. Um, Sean Clifford has not fared very well in that drill. Uh, clearly footwork and throwing on the run is something that he needs to improve upon. Uh, loves footwork when he's talking about it today is more when the, when the pocket is collapsing. And this is one of the things Rogers is great at when the pocket is collapsing. How do you move just in subtle little small increments to avoid pressure, to create a throwing lane and not have the ball either get knocked out of your hand as a fumble or throw a ball off somebody's helmet and have it get deflected for an interception. So that is the next thing that he says he needs to focus on. They spend every day doing footwork, but it's got to get better. Jason, I want to ask you about the preseason. So the, the last two years, Matt LaFleur has chosen just to kind of leave his frontline starters on the sidelines for the most part. They get smoked in 2021 by the Saints. They get outclassed by the Minnesota Vikings last year in 2022. Do you think the results of those games will influence how he had handles the preseason this year with regard to playing time? And also, do you expect Jordan Love to, to see the field a, a, a decent amount? Uh, decent amount? No, I don't, Greg. Um, this is such a uh, difficult risk versus reward conversation that they have to figure out because, and I, I tell the story all the time, uh, I barely got to Heinz Field in August of 2015, August 23rd, 2015, I flew in the day of the game. Uh, the taxi cab driver, not the most adept at following GPS. I walk in right before kickoff <laughs> of a preseason game. And on the first or second series, Jordy Nelson tears his ACL. Uh, I remember him walking to the locker room and all this thing. Well, he's walking, so that's a good sign. Well, it wasn't. And from that day forward, you know, Ted Thompson, one of his favorite lines and one of the favorite lines that I've always enjoyed him using back in the day was, I wish I could wrap these guys in bubble wrap. That became their mantra after Jordy got hurt because Jordy was coming off of a 1,500-yard season. He was great that year, and we all remember how 2015 did not go according to plan. So ever since then, they've played what Mike McCarthy would call the high side of caution, certainly with Rodgers. But now they're in a position with two sets of joint practices, or at least one in Cincinnati and two with the Patriots here, that I really think they're going to try and get as much work for love as possible in those three practices and try to limit his exposure in preseason. If he plays one or two series uh, in two of the three games, I predict that'll be about as much as we'll see of him, frankly. Jason, you know me. I'm, I'm a big Mason Crosby guy. Packer fans, we've been very, very spoiled. Got to watch, watch Ryan Longwell, then Mason Crosby, just very consistent outside of a couple hiccups here and there. What in the world is your boy Goody doing with this kicker thing right now? They draft a guy who hasn't hit the broadside of a barn all training camp, and Mason Crosby's just kicking it at home. What is going on? Well, Tony, I, first of all, I don't know if Goody's my boy, uh, but I, I would say this. Um, they have gone young everywhere, including kicker and i i disagree with it and not just because we like mason as a guy um you know it is my belief let's let's fast forward to september 10th in chicago 
Packers are down 23-21. Jordan Love gets the ball with two minutes left on his own 10-yard line because Keyshawn Nixon has taken the ball out from nine yards deep for some reason, and he got stopped at the 10. Jordan Love drives them 60 yards into field goal range. They, the drive stalls out with three seconds left at the, at the Bears' 30-yard line. They're down 23-21 and on trot Anders Carlson. Now, if that's Mason Crosby that's going in to line up for a 48-yard field goal to win the game, I think we all feel pretty good, right? Money. If, if it's Mason Crosby and he goes and makes that, what is the conversation after the first game? Jordan Love at his first start as the actual starter, not as a fill-in like in Kansas City, led them to the game-winning field goal. If the same scenario unfolds and it's Anders Carlson and he trots out there and he hits the ball into Lake Michigan and they lose 23-21 to instead of winning 24-23, yeah, we can say, oh, Jordan got him in position to win. It's all he can do, but it ain't the same. So I thought for one more year they should have brought Mason back. Obviously, Goody does not see it that way. He is still unsigned, so if this ends up being catastrophic, it could happen. But Anders Carlson, two for seven on field goal attempts on Saturday. Today was the first day he kicked again. He was five for six or four for six. Four for six, which is better than two for seven, but not as good as they would have liked it. If if that scenario plays out, I am starting the fire Goody bandwagon even more so than I already have. Just so you know. You'll be hearing about it. I'm going to start. If that that scenario plays out, I'm going to start doing tarot card readings and uh, reading people's palms to predict their future (laughs) if I turn out to be right about that. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wilde. Good stuff. Thanks, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good.